All right, we're officially live. All right, all right. So, um, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I got absolutely fucked on oil today. Yeah, not the best uh, investment of my career, but you know, you live and you learn. Not, not the best investment of anyone's career. See. I'll admit, I didn't fully know what I was doing when I went into it. I was like, oh, oil futures are negative. So like, oh, they're going to pay us to take some oil away. So I'm like, oh, I better go buy as many as I can right away. I mean, in my head, I was like 52-week low, $3.72. Like, this is a no-brainer. The news came out saying that it's a negative for a barrel. I'm just like, oh, man, I cannot lose money on (laughs) Or was I wrong? Oof. Oh, we're we're talking about we're talking about U.S. oil for anyone just uh just following up with this conversation. The ETF USO, big ETF. So I'm Austin, and then uh, I invested in USO yesterday, and then we got we got Tyler also made a buy, and yeah. Dave's Dave's healthy skepticism paid off because what we learned today. You thought so. Yeah, oh, I thought, dude, I thought I was a fucking genius. But what we learned today is that if you're buying oil futures, that there's a clause in there that says that uh, you would be responsible to take the oil in some cases and store like physical oil on your own dime. And you got to have like an EPA regulated facility and all that shit. They could put it in my backyard if, they, if that's regulated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were gonna we were talking about putting it in Tyler's backyard. Like, we I had it like on the on the Google satellite view, and we were like, I was like plotting out all the coordinates and like the square footage and like measuring each barrel of oil just to see how much we could fit in there. Like, if we stack two up, I think it was like it was like seven thousand or something. But anyway, so the reason like we thought USO or we thought it was like a a foolproof plan because you know like Tyler said, fifty two week low. But what we found out is that the reason that it's crashing is because they only invest in oil futures and they don't have anywhere to store the oil. So, dude, they're, they're so screwed. I mean, why is it so hard to invest in oil? Like, is there not like a stock where you just match, match a barrel and just be done with it? Like, come on now. Like, make it yeah. easy for the investor. I know. The whole, the whole world runs on oil. Like, it should be stupid easy. WTI crude, like, come on, let me just buy that straight up, you know, <laughs> just let me match it. I don't have to own the actual oil and then just have a nice day. If it goes up, I make money. If it goes down, I'll lose money. You know, like, just put it like any other stock. Yeah, exactly. I had a, okay, I had a buddy. Yeah, yeah, I know. And like, okay, realistically, um, we could have stored it on, on Tyler's property. Yeah. yeah there's, there's plenty of room. <laughs> but either... Either A, we get robbed, or B, the EPA sees us unloading 50 uh, semi-trucks full of these big-ass oil barrels and, like, <laughs> rolling them into the backyard. Or we can do, like, and a compromise. Like you said, Osti, um, <laughs> buy, like, a full two acres of middle of nowhere and just store them there. Yeah, that's Chilly. what I would do. Yeah, just, just dump it into the ground. Or, like, you know, I think, I think the Gulf of Mexico is cleaned up, so we should be able to just tip it all in there i think we got plenty of room i agree you know you gotta spill it every now and then you know, absolutely big, not <laughs> big companies can spill it i don't see why the uh, private oh, investor can't spill it too 
Yeah, that's that's monopoly. That's that's a violation of antitrust laws if private investors aren't allowed to have an oil spill every now and then. Save your money contract, boys. Come on now. We know the oil prices is going to go up. Why spill money? Well, because <laughs> if they're paying us to take the oil and we just spill it in the Gulf of Mexico, this is all hypothetical, by the way. If we spill it in the Gulf of Mexico, then we don't have to worry about storing it or EPA regulations and they'll never know. Again, this is a hypothetical. And we then do con- we do not uh, advise anybody with oil to spill <laughs> in any body of water. Yeah, please don't do this. We are eco-friendly. We're just saying <laughs> what could have happened. <laughs> but we do that, and then we buy we buy calls on whoever makes like the soap to clean it all up. <laughs> about to go the up. soap to clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they clean it up actually. Soapy soap. Yeah, I have I have no idea, but. I I really I really did think we were onto something. Cause that shit floats on the surface of the water, so I don't know if they just like have like a big tub that kind of just collects it. Like a vacuum. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I know out like in the um, the land, if you spill oil or whatever, they can just release bacteria, and the bacteria will eat it. But I don't know about the water. Oh, you'd you'd get your ass sued off if you spilled it on like private land too. But that's all right. <laughs> we'll oh, take the probably. risk. I think I think the next move for me, I was looking at yeah. so I'm I'm in I'm in real estate investing and I was looking at this these stocks, uh the mortgage servicers, because you know, as as we all know right now we got the good old COVID nineteen going on and with all that happening, people are getting their mortgage payments deferred for up to twelve months. And so, you know, of course, no foreclosures are happening right now, but the mortgage servicers are still having to cover payments, you know, for the people that aren't paying and, you know, got to make payments on their loan to the bank. So I feel like they're going to dip even farther now that, you know, they're not getting any money from homeowners. And I feel like everything's just going to go to shit as soon as the country starts to open up again. I think I read an article well, I didn't read the article, but I saw the headline. I think it said something about like during the much uh, during the the month of March, prices of real estate plummeted like seventeen percent or something. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. But like, or, I don't know if it was the prices or if it was the um, amount of um, people buying houses dropped. I, I feel remember. like I feel like it might be the amount because I've had investors even calling me and like comping houses and they're they're listing for top dollar you know even even higher than what we were seeing back at the peak in february so i mean i feel like the prices are going up for some weird reason and maybe it's a lack of quality inventory but i just i don't i don't see any kind of demand there so are we predicting that in the future more houses will go on for or foreclosure for sale that would basically drop the prices yeah, because I I figure I figure once this is all over in like two months, okay, we're we're obviously taking the bearish approach to this, but as soon as this is all over, all the all the houses are going to flood the market at one time, and I, I don't I feel like it doesn't even matter if they're remodeled or not. Like I mean, we're just gonna we're gonna have such a crazy supply of you know houses, no one's gonna know what to do with, and that's gonna drive the prices down alone. Number two, my prediction would be that if 
people still aren't making their payments. And once this 12 months starts to come up and people realize that they're still going to owe the whole balance of their mortgage or not balance of their mortgage, excuse me, all of those, all those up to 12 payments at one time. I mean, they're just, they're just going to start defaulting on loans left and right. And if you have all that together, I mean, who knows, it might be worse than 2008. Oh, you think they're going to backtrack all the loan or all the payments in one month? Yeah, well, they're gonna they're gonna come due at the end of the twelve months because like, okay, like it, a lot of people are out of work right now. I mean, it's it's horrible. But like, if they're not paying this month and then the next month and then the next month and the next month, or like six months or whatever, as soon as that like as soon as that like grace period is up, then they're all screwed. It's all due at one time. Hmm. Interesting. I know. I just. I know my apartment's still saying you got to pay your pay your rent. Yeah, mine too. Even even though they're not doing evictions, they said they told me specifically like, hey, if you're not if you're not paying every month, it's it's still going to come due at the end, and then you could get evicted if you're not paying it. So I mean, you know, you just you just got to pay it one way or the other. So I'm I'm still mm, paying I it. See, I see. So at the end yeah. of the day, whether you have a job or not, and you live somewhere, you're gonna have to pay. And a lot of people won't be, and that'll cause a lot of people to lose their houses. And that means market goes down because too many houses. Exactly. Well, you're gonna you're gonna have to sleep in a fucking box. You're gonna take everyone's houses and apartments. <laughs> Honestly, you're you couldn't you're not wrong. People are unemployed. How many do we have right now? What, ten million? for only a five for unemployment. No, oh, it's more, way more than that. More. Like twenty. I have 20 million. That's 20 yeah, million like people right there. I think. Just <laughs> applying for unemployment. That's what, what is it, like 20, 10% of our workforce? I know, dude. It's fucked up. I saw that, I saw that, I saw that screenshot on a, on, from Kramer's show on Twitter. Oh, my. <laughs> it was like, it was I like the bottom, that. the bottom tagline was like record number of people employed, like 20 million. And then like the screen in the back was like the market's having its best day since 1938. I couldn't believe that. Oh man, let me see if I can pull it up. <laughs> oh man, that was such get a, a visual going. Get a visual, boys. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's pissing me off. Oh, here it I is. Know. Got it. It's all the. It's because the government's buying. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I wish we could show. I wish we could show the screen on here. Gotcha. Yeah. Good time. But like, no, I feel. <sighs> I'm I'm so confused about like what's happening. Like I don't I don't even know where to invest because it's just like up and down and up and down and up and down. And it's almost like, you know, I mean, even if you even if you buy if you buy calls on a red day or you buy puts on a green day, like it doesn't even matter. Like it's just it's just all gonna plummet. And like especially with real estate, if the Federal Reserve is buying like these junk mortgage bonds that nobody wants, I mean that should say something about the condition of housing right now. Question is, how low will it go? Because right now the Dow Jones is what we're looking at almost 24,000. Prices are still relatively really low. Yeah. Let, let's say it goes back down to 20,000, 19,000. How much lower can these the prices to these stocks go, you know? It's not sustainable and it's artificially inflated. I mean, you know, the, the Federal Reserve's pumping all this money into the markets to, you know, keep everything from becoming catastrophic. 
Money but machine just, goes burr. burr. Money machine always goes burr. Stonks always go up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like definitely there would be some bankruptcies already if there wasn't the um, the stimulus package. You know, definitely airlines, especially. Oh, not just airlines, but yeah, yeah, definitely airlines. Um, a lot of airlines are getting. Go ahead. Sorry. You probably see some consolidation within the airline industry. You know, you might see the smaller ones like Hawaiian, you know, get shut off the market and eaten up by, I don't know, Delta or something. Uh, Or or maybe a merger, a merger to inflate some stock prices, you know, like, I mean, not, not necessarily on the same scale as like, um, what what was that as a, as like us airways and like american and now they're the biggest airline but maybe like what dave was saying like some of the smaller airlines you know they I mean, they like the merge into each other the stimulus package what they gave them 25 billion dollars for the airlines like the big airline i i do they're all getting bailed out i have no idea what the uh the payments are but i think they were saying that they are going to take the government's going to, um, the U.S. government's going to um, take some investment within these companies that they're bailing out. Yeah, that is true. Right. I saw something like that too. That's big news. You know, the government getting involved in the private sector, even if it is airlines and it's billion-dollar businesses. I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of concerning. But they also said within the clause, I believe that they didn't want the these companies that are getting bailed out to do uh, stock buybacks anymore. Or I'm not, I'm not sure about it permanently, but um, they uh, definitely included the, uh, they didn't want them to be doing stock buybacks. So, I mean, that's what people have been saying has gotten them into trouble. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I think, I think that's, that's a good, you know, that's just airlines are a safe pick for an investment. You know, if, if I were, if I were to recommend something, you know, I mean, do your due diligence, but I'm invested in, you know, American airlines personally. I bought some of that. I know, I know the boys did too. Yeah. Big team money bought some too. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. I mean, even, even though we, even though we bought towards the bottom, I mean, it's gotta be relatively safe because they're the biggest airline and you know, <laughs> even, even, even if they do go to shit and all the execs, you know, like, like jump jump off a bridge or like quit and <laughs> they're, they're, they're still getting bailed out we're not going to lose our money on it i mean 30 they were at 30 some dollars before this coronavirus crash just put that in perspective they're trading at what like 10 dollars 1080 right now like you're yeah. looking at if everything goes back to normal within a year or two you're looking at doubling maybe even tripling your money depending on how the market is but relatively yeah. high relatively pretty subtle investment you know not too bad. It it definitely isn't. Yeah, we're looking at it in after hours, but I mean, I I even I bought it at nine thirty one, I think. Not bad. So it's like, yeah, I mean, like like Tyler was saying, I mean, we have we have so much appreciation to go. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it matters as much. You know what what the hell you buy it at? I mean, yeah. Even if even even if even if they never got bailed out and they had to do like a reverse stock split, like they would, they would do something like that just to save the company. Like there's no way the, the biggest airline is going down because of no this. Way. I don't know. I have a long ways to go to until I pay for <laughs> <laughs> You got a long ways to go. Why is that? Yeah, I bought, 
I bought the airline companies way before COVID-19. <laughs> and, um, you know, I didn't sell when I should have. So I lost probably about, well, I didn't lose it, but I'm down about 60 to 70% of my initial investment right now. Oh, so that Holy shit. That is um, a little bit unfortunate. Well, Dave, <laughs> just like the war, the uh, big Warren Buffett says, you don't lose any money until you sell. So that's ride that right roller coaster on, yeah. out. Yeah, that's right, bro. I mean, it'll it'll recover eventually. I mean, even even if even if you didn't sell before the you know the the big February um, top or anything, I mean, you you still got time. I mean, the I mean, we're just like investing right now to hold long term. You know, it's. It's not like you can do day trading in this market. It's way too volatile. No, you can, but you have to literally have no life. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. Have no life and then invest in fucking like, um, I don't know, Amazon or yeah. Tesla. Tesla, holy. Tesla. I know, dude. Tesla's going crazy. Oh. If, I don't if, understand it. How does Tesla go from a $900 high to a $300 low and then within a span of three weeks back up to 700 some dollars? Probably just because it gets, it's probably just because it gets too much hype in the media. And so that's all the like fucking boomers know about is like, oh, hey, like, let's just buy Tesla because that's, that's that big company and Elon Musk make electric car go zoom, zoom. (laughs) <laughs> zoom 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 hey i'm telling you this if yeah. it goes under 400 again i'm buying i i think i think it'd be good for at least a short term if it goes back up to wherever it was you know yeah i would i would totally agree i would i would i would consider it i'm not i'm not much into electric vehicles except i i bought i bought this one i bought electromechanica i i bought their ipo at like four dollars and i lost my shirt on it and i just <laughs> rolled it i just rolled it over into oil which you know, it's it's not a it's not a good month for me. <laughs> I feel that. Maybe we should just maybe we should just quit school and quit our jobs and just no life trade like like options and calls or like puts and calls all day on like Robinhood. Stockbrokers. I don't think I'm that big of a gambling addict yet. <laughs> I think we should we- be called Big gauchos of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I feel like I feel like if we keep this podcast up for a while, we could get to degenerate level of gambling. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm already at degenerate level of drinking alcohol. <laughs> it's the same thing. That's a good start. I actually I take that back. This is the second night now that I have not had an alcoholic beverage. Respect, Dave. Two nights clean. Clean and sober. Proud of you, Dave. Yeah, other than that, I've pretty much had at least two or three beers a night. Oh, wait. To soothe your losses from the stock market. (laughs) Yeah, and plus I'm going crazy from just sitting inside all day. So I I don't know, like, school's closed down. My lab's closed down. My volunteers all closed down. So what am I going to leave the house for? Just groceries and visiting friends every now and then. So, you know, most of the time I'm just sitting at home. (laughs) The gym's closed. I can't go to the gym. 
But that's exactly that's exactly why we got plenty of time to know life the day trade. Yeah. Stratus Couchman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. You know, the one stock that I think is actually um, going to be a, oh, a yes, winner for me stocks. big time. What's that? Is um the ticker PAA. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Dude. yeah. Talk about it. Tell us about it. Plains All-American Pipeline. I'm telling you, this thing beast is gonna make me a lot of money. I think. What do you What do you know about it? Tell us. Tell us the scoop. Why? You, what made you buy it? Um. So they're pretty much a. Uh, they don't. Well, they're part of the oil industry. They don't. Um, um. They don't actually drill it. They just kind of pipe it. And they own a bunch of, <laughs> yeah, so they have a, um, yeah, they do. They have a pretty big, uh, uh what's the word for it? Um, IPO. No, no, no IPO. Oh, they, they had, they had some kind of breakthrough with the drilling, like a new pipeline or something. <laughs> new pipeline. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, what? No, I, I don't know what I was trying to say, but, um, yeah, I think that company is going to be really good because they are involved in um, transportation of the oil rather than, um, you know, selling it and shit. Oh, so they're not they're not actually processing or like drilling for the crude or anything? No, they're not refiners. They um, just do transportation. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a smart angle then. So, I mean, it might get kind of sticky because if... Um, you know, with the oil prices dropping so low and pretty much people not being able to store oil anymore, you know, I might <laughs> back up into the transportation sector, which probably will happen. But um, the stock really hasn't been hit too hard by the drops in oil. It really hasn't. Um, I think it only lost about 30 cents. And right now it's worth about seven bucks. Okay. So that is what, like one sixteenth of what it's worth. So that's not yeah, too I mean, big of a drop. No, not at all. And you said it yourself the other day, the whole world runs on oil. So, I mean, they can't just, they can't just make it go away. I mean, as, as much as people would like to think, you know, we could just do everything on solar and, you know, wind turbines and stuff. It's just not the case. I mean, right now we probably could cause nothing's happening. <laughs> well yeah but i mean <laughs> they're, they're gonna they're gonna need your oil and paas going to the moon that's for sure yeah hopefully um hopefully because i think it would be pretty nice if it goes up to about 30 bucks or 35 um yeah, you're gonna be excited that'd be oh, about yeah. <laughs> seven oh, yeah. times profit at least and that's you know they're not good they cut their dividends so they're not giving out any more dividends which you know, it's understandable because they're not making much money and really no one is. Right. It, it feels fairly standard at this point. But um, before they were giving out some pretty nice, pretty nice dividends. It was about two bucks a year per stock. And wow. Yeah. So you can make some pretty good money if you hold on to this thing for a couple of years. You know, like, shit, you could probably make 10 times your initial investment in three years. Buffett, if it goes I up got... to what it's initially. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Long term for sure. Got Warren Buffett's new portfolio manager right here. We got Dave on the line. <laughs> no, didn't That's... Warren Buffett invest in something really stupid like um that condominium? Uh, was it not Kruger? Uh, Hertz. Hertz. He yeah, had a huge the... investment in Hertz, and it's like plummeted and got screwed on it pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because nobody nobody's traveling. I mean, no one no one's even traveling outside their house except to go to the grocery store, so they won't need a rental car. No, no, not the uh, rental company. The um, like the ketchup and mustard company. You know? What I'm oh, saying? Heinz. Hines. Oh yeah, Heinz. I don't know. Oh. Why it's <laughs> well, I, I mean, both came out both would be good buys. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's good. I mean, both both of them make sense, but I I guess I could see the condiments because if all the restaurants and stuff are closed, I'm not going to be buying anything. And yeah. condiments are almost like they're almost like a luxury, you know. I mean, you don't. We're we're in a fucking recession. You don't need ketchup on your hamburger, you know. What? Yeah, that's if you I, got the extra dollar. I douse my burgers with ketchup. Hey, <laughs> I need my Tabasco sauce. That's on God. Chulula, bro. Hot sauce on a burger is best thing you can think of. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, you know, we'd be getting those condiments when we're getting that green in the portfolio. You know. But you, you guys were you were saying something about um, rental cars. What are y'all yeah. thoughts on that? Well, I, I had a I had a friend that was telling me about that the other day. Is like if if he could if he could figure out a strategy to invest in rental cars. I mean now now might be the time because all of those all of those chains like Enterprise and Hertz and stuff are like super national, and I don't I don't know a, a ton about this. You know, I'm just hearing like secondhand information. But if if it's a national chain, I mean, they could easily get bailed out too if something happened. But you know, I I feel like I feel like I don't want to keep saying like you know I just want to invest in stuff to get bailed out. But you know it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's not it's not a bad backup plan you know it's like it's like it's like the bankers on wall street in 2008 you know they just they just fuck around and gamble whatever they want and then they get bailed out i like to think of us the same way i mean that's realistically that's our economy you know they just hey. government just bails out whoever they want and then i, I, I guess that's what happens nowadays <laughs> As long as J-Pow got that money printer going, we're safe. But if you guys want to look into a rental car company, look up, uh, it's called Avis Budget Group. C-A-R is their tag. Look into it. Pretty decent buy. I mean, C-A-R, like car? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very catchy. No, like airplane. <laughs> so, oh, like, oh, yes, airplane. Just, just. Just to give a little of uh, background, before the crash, they were trading at around fifty dollars, the highest point. And then when it crashed, they tr- it went literally all the way down to around seven bucks. Now it bounced back to about twelve dollars. You talking? You talking about the crash in March? Yeah. So at the lowest peak, it went from fifty dollars to seven dollars and seventy nine cents. Seven dollars and thirty six cents. Okay. Now it's it's back up to twelve dollars and thirty five cents. But there's still a lot of room. Might be uh something to look at. I'm totally C-A-R. with it. C A R car. Car. What a thought. I dig it. I think I think that might be a move for tomorrow. I'll have to look at it. Uh what do you 
you boys thinking about making any moves tomorrow? You buy or sell anything? Any recommendations we could leave the people with? I'm definitely not going to be selling for a long time. Um, <laughs> I have some some limit buys in right now, but I'm not expecting them to come through anytime soon. Why too low? Oh well, yeah, it's too low from the current market, but I think the market for sure will go down a lot more than what it is right now. Um, so you're going to cancel the orders or leave them and just see if they fill? No, I'm going to leave them. I think they're for sure going to fill. Okay. All right. I feel that you got, you got them set. You got them set to expire like, you know, this week or like tomorrow or no, indefinitely. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That's a good move. So, I mean, if they don't go through, which I guess could happen, but I don't expect it to happen. Um, then I'll just cancel it, whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch oil as hard as I can, <laughs> and keep keep my eyes super peeled for this. <laughs> Why are you gonna sell right when you get back to even? Oh no, dude! Fuck that! Fuck that! I can't I can't sell. I'm just I'm I'm too <laughs> I'm too degenerate. Like if if I'm not if I'm not gonna make a good spread on it, I'm just gonna let it like be a dumpster fire in my hand and hold on to it. <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's a flaw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it really depends on how the economy gets reopened, which I'm which people are talking about it's going to happen pretty soon in some states. Yeah, it it might be a state by state basis, right? Yep. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Yeah, me too. So, hopefully if if things will go up soon, but not too soon, because I got a lot more stuff I want to buy, because you know we're we're still pretty low right now. So I'm trying to I'm trying to retire off of this. Oh yeah, I got trying to retire off this. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> this is once in a lifetime. Okay, well, twice, twice if you count 2008. This is twice in a lifetime. <laughs> Let's just give it every every 10 years. We'll, we'll have another once in a lifetime. Every every 10 years, we deplete our entire savings account. Yeah, so the I mean, next one's coming up in what 2030, 2032. Yeah, we got yeah. about nine and a half more years to save. <laughs> all right, all right. It's gonna be it's gonna be a rough day, boys. Tomorrow. Here, folks. When was the actual Great Depression? Because uh, that was in the thirties. No, nineteen nineteen twelve. Yeah, no, hold on, let me look it up. I think it was in no, the thirties. In the twenties and thirties, yeah. Great. It was late late twenties to early thirties. Oh yeah, I think Arizona became a state in nineteen twelve. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out Arizona, our home Shout state. Out AZ. That's our birthday. A A Z gang, what up? Uh, so the nineteen thirties. It started in nineteen twenty nine and lasted until nineteen thirty. Until crazy. late nineteen. Until last until the late nineteen thirty. Yeah, that that makes sense. My my great grandparents were like affected by that. And so that's how, you know, grandparents grew up and you know, that influences people. Anyway, any closing thoughts, boys? Uh, I have a limit order on MGM. So we'll see how that plays out in the next couple of days. Okay. Yeah. I got, I got a little bit of MGM and I think Dave, you got some MGM too, right? Uh, I have an order, but yeah, that's some, I'm going for some six flags too. Oh. Six flags as a stock. Yeah. Yeah. S I X. 
Nice. As in seven? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, as in seven. They're $14. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, well, my, I think my limit's around nine or ten. Oh, dang, that's not bad at all. A great rule of thumb. Any stock under ten dollars, you might want to look into it. Yeah, go all in. Fucking no, no. <laughs> Deplete your whole account. Let's yeah, let's let's. Well. Yeah, why not? We're young. All right. Well, let's 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 check in on those tomorrow. We'll see how we're doing. Give the people an update. See if we lost our shirt. <laughs> I say I say we I say we sign off and eat some ice cream. Let's see what. I'm down total right now. My portfolio. Um, my total portfolio is down thirty-four percent. It's kind of painful. I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably in the same boat, honestly. But we'll see. I'll check tomorrow. But hey, the PAA stock has me up fifty percent. Just saying. Makes a big couch. I'm just saying. Ain't no thing. Yay. Look into it. All right, boys. Good night. We'll also, talk tomorrow. Quick disclaimer. What's up? What's we up? are by no means giving out financial advice. We are not uh, licensed brokers or anything. This is all our opinions. Uh, I just wanted to clear that oh, for yes. any uh, of the viewers out there. Uh, that's so good we are too. not liable for any investments you guys make. <laughs> I am a licensed minister. <laughs> Let him know on the first one. All right, night boys. All right, All right. peace. Yeah. T Money out.